Good morning. It's Friday, May 24th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news this morning. Obama seeks to narrow terror fight. Boy Scouts end long-time ban on gay youths. And CIA to focus more on spying, a difficult shift. Today's national headlines include In Tornado Alley, Racing the Clock, and a Storm. And IRS official is suspended. In today's business headlines, Fed fears send global markets on a wild ride. In a tax overhaul debate, large versus small companies. And California puts a tentative price on new health policies. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Seeks to Narrow Terror Fight. Nearly a dozen years after the hijackings that transformed America, President Obama on Thursday said it was time to narrow the scope of the grinding battle against terrorists and begin the transition to a day when the country will no longer be on a war footing. Declaring that America is at a crossroads, the president called for redefining what has been a global war into a more targeted assault on terrorist groups threatening the United States. As part of a realignment of counterterrorism policy, he said he would curtail the use of drones, recommit to closing the prison at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and seek new limits on his own war power. In his speech at the National Defense University, Obama sought to turn the page on the era that began on September 11, 2001. The president suggested that the United States had returned to the state of affairs that existed before al-Qaeda toppled the World Trade Center, when terrorism was a persistent but not existential danger. With al-Qaeda's core now on the path to defeat, he argued, the nation must adapt. Our systematic effort to dismantle terrorist organizations must continue, Obama said. But this war, like all wars, must end. That's what history advises. It's what our democracy demands. The president's speech reignited a debate over how to respond to the threat of terrorism. Republicans contended that Obama was declaring victory prematurely and underestimating an enduring danger while well, liberals complained that he'd not gone far enough in ending what they see as the excesses of the Bush era. The precise ramifications of his shift were less clear than the lines of argument, however, because the new policy guidance he signed remains classified and other changes he embraced require congressional approval. But the combination of his words and deeds foreshadowed the course he hopes to take in the remaining three and a half years of his presidency, so that he leaves his successor a profoundly different national security landscape than the one he inherited in 2009. Neither I nor any president can promise the total defeat of terror, Obama said, adding, but what we can do, what we must do, is dismantle networks that pose a direct danger to us and make it less likely for new groups to gain a foothold, all the while maintaining the freedoms and ideals that we defend. The new classified policy guidance imposes tougher standards for when drone strikes can be authorized, limiting them to targets who pose a continuing imminent threat to Americans and cannot feasibly be captured, according to government officials. 
The guidance also begins a process of phasing the CIA out of the drone war and shifting operations to the Pentagon. Obama also called on Congress to refine and ultimately repeal the authorization of force it passed in the aftermath of September 11th. Aid said he wanted it limited more clearly to combating al-Qaeda and affiliated groups so it could not be used to justify action against other organizations.